Hello everybody, thinking about moving to North Brantford, Connecticut, or just want to know what it's like there, you are in luck. We've got Kim Dawson, realtor, right there in North Brantford. Say hello to everybody, Kim. Hello. And I didn't tell you this before we came on, and this is something somewhat new. Uh, we're going to start off with asking you a random funny question. So I Google funny questions, and this list is 350 long. So pick a number between 1 and 350, and I'm going to ask you that random question to start it off. <laughs> 350. <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> For the end one. And there is, it goes to 351, so they, uh, they named this article wrong. Uh, what two films would you like to combine into one? Huh. Huh. What two films? So this could be anything, right? Yeah. Huh. Let me think about that. So I'm not a big movie watcher, but I'm more of, I was, uh, especially back in, um, in the eighties, it was like sitcoms. So I think for me, um, and I gotta be careful with this because the eighties was a little crazy. <laughs> um, but let's see, I would say if I could, if I could combine, um, uh oh my god what was the show uh give me a break do you know it loved it yeah right give me a break i don't remember all the words but that's all i know. Um, <laughs> i could sing it i won't but <laughs> really i sure deserve it something something every step of the way or something like that yeah yep that um because i used to oh my god make me laugh and then um facts of life right yes didn't they change our facts of life? Mrs. Garrett changed like at the end and there was a new house mom. It killed me. It just broke my heart. But yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know the story behind it. I guess I wasn't at that point as interested to find out. But uh, also we didn't have Google to Google search. But um, yeah, I don't. But those two, I would sit and just laugh so hard at. I mean, there's a bunch of them. But the two, um, if, imagine that. Imagine the characters. And both of those shows combined, I think it would be hysterical. I wish we could go back in time. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like the facts of life, the mom, she was the one that needed a break. Or no, in, in Give Me a Break, it was the mom that needed a break. I think hers, the house mom, would be super great. The house mom, she was outstanding, right? She was so funny, and um, it was awesome. So I think that if, if it was her and then into with, uh, whatchamacallit, facts of life, I mean, oh my God, yeah. So that's that's. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I think if my kids were putting two movies together, it would be Frozen, and, or at least the girls. And and my son kind of likes it too because he's forced to <laughs> to shovel it down twenty four seven. Frozen, and then maybe like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or something. Oh so like a a candy version of Frozen with like candy powers. <laughs> yeah, Charlie. Oh my God, that was a good one. That was definitely a good one. Every, we all wanted that golden bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was kind of creepy, though. If you want, especially the old one, it's, you watch it, it's kind of scary, kind of creepy. I don't know if I would want to watch it. At least my four-year-olds, I think they would be creeped out by it. But yeah, um, all right, thanks for, for uh, humoring me with that random question. That was a good one. I've never heard one even remotely like that. This is Want to Move. They're the show giving you uh, the information you need to decide whether or not you want to move to a different area. I am your host, Derek Bixler, realtor of 15 years right here in central Pennsylvania. Uh, reminder to hit us up in the comments and say hello. Uh, tell us where you're watching from and ask any questions. If we don't see it while we're going along here, which is entirely possible because there's a lot going on here, uh, and I don't really look at them. So if you ask a question and we don't see it while we're going along, we will come back.
back and hit up your comment and make sure we reply to it and check out all the replays on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, iTunes, Spotify. So audio, video, wherever you like to get your content, however you like to get your content, it'll be sitting there waiting for you and you can binge out and list, learn about some of the other areas we've had on as well. And without further ado, we will bring back in Kim Dawson, realtor. And while I bring your bio up, uh, tell everybody the last movie you watched. Last movie I watched was, let's see. Oh, I know what it was. It was an animated movie. Um, oh my gosh. What the heck? Uh, with their thoughts. Huh. On Netflix it? or in the theater? No, it was, it was Netflix. Uh, Sing. It wasn't. There, so now two things. It had nothing to do with thoughts. But Sing was the most recent one. Because the one before that, I can't remember. It was more of emotions. That's the one I was thinking of first. But I did see Sing after that. And I did go to a movie theater and act and see it. Um, it's a movie theater that's actually closing. Um, that's in a, a surrounding town, nearby town. Um, but sad to say that it's closing. But it was uh, a great experience. And they just had a struggle during COVID. Um, sure. Yeah. So what, why'd you, you're obviously an adult. So do you have kids, grandkids, uh, foster kids? Who'd you go see Sing with? Um, I had my uh, cousin's daughter. Uh, she was the one getting us to go out to movies. So uh, my cousin is a musician and we all went to, we all went together to, to go see this. And honestly, I like animated movies now. I think they're just so much fun to watch. They're lighthearted, and by the end of the day, I'm exhausted. And sometimes my kids will come home and, you know, go through. And there's so many options: Netflix and this and this and this and Apple TV. And and it'll take them 45 minutes to pick a show. And by that point, I'm like, I'm done. Like, are you kidding me? Now I'm going to watch a three-hour movie. So the animated ones, they're they, they're lighthearted. They're fun. I don't have to think about it. It's just I just belly laugh, and that's what I like about it. So. I, I actually would watch it again, and my kids are um, coming home this weekend, and I'm excited to see what we can watch. I'm hoping it's going to be animated. <laughs> yeah, I agreed. I like those new animated, the Pixar ones, and all the, the really good ones are good for adults, and they're good at sneaking in kind of jokes that the kids won't get or be offended by or learn something bad from, but it speaks to the adults in the crowd and, and the animation is crazy. Some, I was watching was it Rango, if you've ever seen that, Johnny Depp. It's like a lizard in the desert. It's kind of old, not old, but um, just the, how they can make lizard skin and hair and all these things look completely real. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I've heard actually they're going to start having stars so they could have like young Tom Cruise in a movie. I guess they've already done it with Will Smith and things. So they're going to start, people will license their likeness and a computer will just generate the voice, the person, everything. And you could have any age or an actor could act and uh, makeup artists are going to go out because they can just do that in post. You don't need to do makeup a lot of times anymore. So uh, yeah, that's crazy. And I, I'm with you there. I like the, the, uh, animated ones um and now i got your bio up here you grew up in north Brantford, so right where you are so no better person to talk to you went to mercy high school i'm assuming that's in north Brantford. what's the mascot go so we actually our north Brantford is a um so we have a public school system that's outstanding um back then in the 80s my i went to mercy which is in middletown uh, it's a private school it's a parochial school 
So um, they sent me there and I'll, I'll never forget my first day because we all had to wear the exact same thing. And I was in the last row, the first row, but the last seat in the row. And Sister Eleanor was our, um, our teacher, our homeroom teacher. And she's like, all right, so these are the rules. And she rattled off all the rules. And then she said, if you don't like them, you have five minutes. There's five windows and one door, go. We were all like, oh God, <laughs> oh God, get me Did out. she slap hands with, with a ruler? She, well, she did the backs of our knees with the ruler, yeah. So she she was a rough she was a tough little cookie, um, and uh, you know it was it was a it was a tough adjustment, but I made it through the four years. <laughs> <laughs> so when you have a uniform for schools like that, do you does it depend on the how many uniforms do you get? Are you rewearing the same one every day? Do you have two uniforms? Yeah, does it depend on the parents and how many you can buy as many as you want? How does that work? Exactly, we had to buy them. So I think we had. I had a few, but I had some favorites because I like the worn-in ones. And we weren't allowed to have pockets, but I slit holes in the side and put a handkerchief in, and to create pockets. So they kind they let us slide because a lot of us did it. Um, you know, we weren't allowed to hem it. Or we had to be at the knee, and we our socks had to be to the knee. So how they would test it, the length of our skirt is they'd have they say drop to your knees, and if our our skirt didn't touch the ground you know, we get detention. So, yeah. Huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, seems, that, that stuff would never happen these days. I get drop to your knees and show me your skirt length. <laughs> yeah. We're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Maybe just use a ruler or something. <laughs> yeah, no, not that. Yeah, yeah. I would have been like Will Smith if you ever watched Fresh Prince or the new Fresh Prince, I guess, Bel Air. Um, and then the last episode I watched, they finally broke out the on the new one where he decides to turn his inside his jacket inside out, and the real fancy crazy lining is on the outside. So he's cool and walking around different, but technically he's wearing the uniform, so they couldn't stop him from doing it. That would have totally been me. Yeah, we definitely did what we you know we tried to break outside that box often, and but we got caught just about every time, you know. <laughs> and then we went to college at Johnson and Wales University. Where's that? Yes, and, and Providence, Rhode Island. So I okay. am a former chef by trade, and that's what the school is for, for, um, you know, for upcoming up, uh, up and coming chefs, and it was uh, for hotel restaurant management as well. So, um, yeah, I graduated from there and headed out west thinking I was looking for something great and huge and uh, dying to get out of, and, and Providence, Rhode Island is a beautiful town, don't get me wrong, but I, for me, I just was ready to go from the East Coast. I was ready to explore and um, landed in, uh, ended up in Boulder, Colorado for some time and um, started working all over the place. I was uh, in the kitchen and then I was waitressing at night and cocktail waitressing and I had like catering early in the morning and I was just, all, I was doing everything. I would cater early, early in the morning and then I'd go to the restaurant and cook and then I cocktail waitress at night. Um, until I landed my my big job, at least back in when I was, uh, uh, you know, in my twenties, I uh, was the head chef at Copper Mountain Resort, which was fabulous for me because we got skiing passes, so we had this little pass, and any at any time we could leave the kitchen or we kept our skis right in the kitchen, so we grab our skis and we go to the front of the line, we get a run in and come back to the line and cook. So it was a fun job. Huh. It was a fun. Yeah, job. that sounds super awesome. At 20, whatever it was, 22, something like that. So, 
Yeah. So how long did that last? When did you come back and why did you come back? Uh, I came back because I, well, there was a combination of things. I was, wasn't in the best of best relationships and it was time for it to kind of expire. And, uh, my family, everybody's back here and I was just missing so much of all the things and everything happening. And so it was, I came back and, um, yeah, it was a good, it, it lasted, gosh, I guess just a couple of years. Um, it was a fun run and I'm glad I got the opportunity to do it. It opened the door for me to, uh, have a lot of confidence to do other things and expand my career. So it was, it was good. And then did you cook when you came back? Oh, I did. I had, again, had about three jobs that I was juggling um, uh, in the kitchen, prepping in the morning. And then I was uh, uh, cooking during the day and on the line during the day and cocktail waitressing at night. So I always, I always usually I held three for a long time. It just kept me busy. I'm, I'm type person needs to be busy, which is why real estate is so great for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And so many different things too. So us like me with ADD and I like I like jumping from thing. I almost have to jump from thing to thing sometimes. So yeah. having lots of things kind of yeah. uh, works out with that. Burnt out fast, right? So I get because I, I, I go, Oh, my God, All right, I'm done with this. And, and then it's like, Okay, on to the next, you know, <laughs> <You're> rejuvenated. <laughs> so what's your favorite thing to cook right now? So now I really just cook for my family and uh, I love, love, love seafood. So I end up wanting to uh, gear towards cooking seafood a lot uh, because I love eating it. Um, my husband is a little bit pickier than I am. I like to explore and, and I'm adventurous with food. Uh, one of my kids is adventurous as I am. The other one is not quite as much. So it works, it's a nice balance. Like, you know, when we're all together, and uh, we decide to order out. It's my daughter and I go to one spot and my husband and my son order from somewhere else because we want completely different, you know. They're like, we'll get pizza. I'm like, oh no, we want pie or, you know. So <laughs> it's just, we have different views. But for cooking, I mean, I look, I honestly love cooking at all, but I uh, really love uh, seafood. I, I absolutely love all kinds too. Just love cooking seafood. So you mentioned your kids and they're twins. So how does that work out? Being a twin and the same exact age, they're different sexes, I guess, but um, that didn't affect what they like. So they, they, they like different foods and different oh, things. Two totally different kids um, from day one. It's so crazy because I even remember, you know, them in their bassinet, like just tiny, tiny infants. So they would, my, uh, they'd suck each other's toes because they'd sit like sleep opposite of each other. And then as they finally broke away and were in their own cribs, I remember my daughter was like built. I'm like, what is she doing? Push-ups in there? Like, what's happened? Like, what's, what happens when I walk away? And then my son was just the most relaxed, like, hey, what's up, peace, you know? Relax, kid, and just chill. It, it's it just, and my daughter's like, you know. And to this day, that's kind of how it is. Like he's very chill, relaxed, it's fine, it's okay. And my daughter is a bit more, um, you know, uh, regiment with her, even her routine and doing things. It's similar to me where we're kind of stay on a routine and doing things where my son doesn't really care about the routine. He's like, yeah, whatever, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll do this, I'll do that. Um, and I'm okay. <laughs> he has his own schedule and it works, you know, cause it worked for him, but um, it's funny. Completely different kids. And I never thought there'd be a difference 
between the two of them. I thought they'd be pretty much exactly alike. And then even the whole boy girl thing, I was like, whatever, we're all the same. But nope, no, we are not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have younger versions of yours. So yours are 27. I don't know if we mentioned that. And mine are almost four. But mine are almost exactly the same. The boy kind of, I liken it to kind of a dog. The boy is a dog and the, and the girl is a cat. And the cats are always kind of like got an attitude. They snap quickly. If you tell them to do something, they're like, get out of here with that. Um, but then the puppy, very good. He listens pretty well. He's always just kind of like, whatever, I'm happy. He's always happy. Never really an attitude. Goes along with things. A lot more laid back. And she's totally misattitude all the time. And no reason for it. They both got parented the same. Like you said, you figure they're going to be the same, but they're, they're completely different. Completely different from birth. And even pictures. I have a picture I have them hanging on my wall. My, one of them's like my daughter's like what? But she came out like that. Like what is this that you're bringing me to? And then my son was like, oh, you know, like just <laughs> like it's so funny. They're so different. I guess it makes sense though, because if they were both the same, they'd be fighting all the time. So over time, maybe they they mold into. Maybe it's not always the girl is the crazy one and the boy is the laid back one. Maybe it's the other way sometimes. But one takes the role and then the other the role just kind of develops and then. And it, very and interesting. Balance each other out very, very well. So yeah, and then your favorite color? Oh no, I don't even want to say it. Everybody says blue, and you didn't write blue in here, but it's navy is what you wrote. So you like navy blue? I do, and it's funny because it's changed over time. So I was always an orange girl. Love, 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 love orange. Uh, I was born in uh, October. I love the fall. I love fall colors, that kind of thing. And I always thought that was the reason why. I really believed that. Um, and now, and I still love green. Um, for some reason, I realized on this past St. Patrick's Day that I don't own one piece of green clothing. However, I don't know why, so I have to, I have to change that. But um, I navy for some reason now is definitely what I'm gravitating towards. I notice I'll start purchasing things, things, and it's everything seems to be navy, navy, navy. Yeah, all right, I got to kind of let it go a little bit, but there's a lot of me. <laughs> Yeah, I like that, though. You were practical about your answer to it, which a lot of like my official favorite color is red. And growing up, it was always red. And I would still say maybe red. But really, if I looked at what clothes I buy and items and the color color I pick all the time, it's usually black, black, black or white or something plain. So I like how practical you were about it. And you were specific about the navy version of blue. Um, and then under favorite food, you put love it all. And obviously, you're a food expert. And you said you like seafood. Is there certain fish? Or do you like shellfish? Or, or what do you like? What's your favorite if you had to pick one thing? Quite fluffy. So, you know, um, sea bass, haddock, um, uh, scallops I love. I, that kind of thing I'm really fond of, and I can eat a ton of it any day. <laughs> as soon as you say sea bass, the only thing I can think of is Dumb and Dumber, if you've ever seen that movie. <laughs> Yeah, well, it actually tastes really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for it because I'm like your son or your daughter. Whichever one does not like the seafood or, or is not a big fan, that's the one I am. <laughs> no, oh, really? Well, that's because it wasn't prepared properly for you. That's how I sold my husband because he, when I first met him, he wouldn't eat anything green, for one, or seafood. So I made some um, guacamole, and he was like, oh, no, just try it. Worst case scenario, just put it out. Like, just try it. And he loved it. And he still now that's all that he eats a lot of it. And then, well, that's not all he wants, but he he eats it willingly. And um, and seafood he loves. It was the same sort of thing. I think I started with scallops with him. 
and he, he thought of it as being like like it would smell or taste fishy or slimy and i said i don't know who cooked it for you but it was the wrong person let me show you how it's done <laughs> and i made it right so so sometimes it could be um where you're getting it how it's being prepared or maybe you just don't like the way it's being prepared um i always say i mean our taste buds change all the time that's right <laughs> yeah and some fish i mean it depends which fish too because some can be like a flounder or a white fish or and i'm no expert by any means but some can be prepared to where it doesn't taste fishy but then there are some like i don't know catfish or something i feel like some of them are it's going to be fishy at least a little bit no matter what yeah I or more than others maybe i guess the oil i think the oily oily fish tend to have a little bit more so like eel and um uh salmon might have a little bit of that because you taste the oil in it but there's still ways to do it so that you don't it's not the prominent taste that you get right um, sure so it doesn't take over because i still love i still eat eel and i still eat and you know and i don't really care for that fishy fishy taste either um i mean i don't i don't want that i don't want slime i don't you know <laughs> so but it's still but it's still good so yeah and then you have pets do you have any dogs that eat up scraps of all this seafood or what, what are your pets uh, yes yeah, so we have a dog uh boxer mastiff mix her name is riley she is um gosh i guess we think about 13 years old my son my husband uh, we celebrate her birthday you know every year but my husband is it's three years every year oh she's three years old I'm like no 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 she i hate to tell you she's got a gray beard she's not three um but uh yeah, she doesn't now eat anything. We don't really give her the table foot. Doesn't agree with her stomach. So on her birthday, I'll just give her plain chicken. I and just kind of bake it, not with anything, on a rack so that she doesn't get sick. But that's all. That's all she, her her tummy can take nowadays. <laughs> that's an awesome uh, boxer mastiff mix. I've never seen one, but that sounds like a pretty awesome dog. <laughs> Yeah, she's about 100 pounds, so she could take it down. She's taken me for a ride a couple times um, when she sees something. Uh, I've trained her now so that she, you know, she stays a step behind me. Uh, my husband now ends up taking her more for walks, but uh, when we lived in New York, I would take her, and the first time I took her, she saw a little, a, a, you know, little dogs, and she went after them. But the person who was walking the two little dogs was not the owner of the dogs. She was just pet sitting and she got scared when she saw our dog and she took off and left, let go of the leashes and took <laughs> off into the park. I almost had a heart attack. I was like, oh my God, where's she going? And so the dogs being, you know, they're, they're little dogs, but they're very brave little dogs came running up and that got Riley excited. So she went towards them and I held on because I didn't know her personality just yet. So I held on to her leash and I went down. She I was bloody all the way, all the way down. She dragged me through the gravel. I was like, oh my god, oh my. You're god. the one that should have let go. I know. I I'm the one who should have let go. The woman came back. She's like, oh my god, what do I do? What do I do? I was like, just go. Take it. Don't run away. That's. <laughs> please, please don't dog walk anymore. And I remember going home. I was like, here. I was so beat up. They're like, what the heck? What happened to you? I'm like, we have to train her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you got through that. And that's a big, strong dog. Those two dogs mixed. If it was a full mastiff, it would have been even harder to hold, probably. Harder, yeah, so she's she's strong. But now, you know, it's been that was years ago when she was when she was younger. She was like three or something. She actually was three, so it was a little bit different. But uh, yeah. 
Now. Yeah, that's cool. She's not moving us quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then we mentioned that you have the two twins that are 27 years old. You are married to Joe, and your favorite hobbies are exercising, cooking, which we talked about, wine tasting, which goes well with the cooking, uh, refurbishing furniture, that's cool, uh, networking, and listening to music. So how about the furniture? What's the last thing you refurbished? Let's see. I think uh, the dining room table. So we built our table. Um, and so we went to the store. I wanted, I want, we need a dining room table. I started looking at it and I was just like, let's just see what we could do here. And, um, my husband's like, I think we can make this. I thought, no, cause it's, it's very weathered, but, um, he, he pretty much just got, you know, wood from, I'll, I'll have to send a picture woods, wood from home Depot, like plain old awful wood. I thought this is never going to work, you know? But we took a torch to it and a back of a hammer and a chain and beat the heck out of it and then had a torch and kind of torched it in different spots and stained it. He put legs on it. And then I went down to the uh, furniture store to get chairs and they were all just out of my price range. The ones I liked were like 2000 each, you know, and I was like, I can't I can't justify that. And I saw a pile of chairs in the back room. I was like, hey, what are you going to do with those chairs? And there was just like little garbage. I'm like, hmm, can I take a look at them? <laughs> so I took a look at them. I pulled six aside and they said I could have them for 30 bucks. And I brought them home and uh, fixed them up and uh, spray painted them. And they're great. <laughs> it's yeah. Get that. I'm like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> yep. So you refurbished the chairs, but the, the table you made from scratch. So you build and refurbish furniture. So build, yeah. Well, my husband does the building. I do the fine tuning part of it with the, uh, you know, I could beat it up, no problem. Uh, I could stain <laughs> it and torch it and that kind of stuff and make it look, make it look pretty. Um, and the painting and stuff. So that's what I love stuff like that. I always pick up old chairs and old uh, uh, dressers and that kind of stuff. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah, I like some old stuff too. I'd rather have that than something from Ikea. And I always liked, uh, if you ever watched Friends, they always yeah. had at their table, they had like six different, completely different chairs, each one right. unique. I always thought that was kind of cool too. Yeah, that's what we have. They're all different uh, because I, I I got it from the junk pile. <laughs> oh, so did you, when you got them, were they all actually different or were they all the same and then you made them kind of different colors or something? No, they were all, well, they were all, they were all, different and just beat up. So the style, the color of the chairs are now all the same. They're all black, but the um, styles are all different. I like so it. Yeah. For us was keeping the height the same so that we had to adjust the heights because I wanted the height. So it wasn't like up, down, you know, all the way around the table. Um, but <laughs> that, I mean, that could be fun too. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I think older chairs would be lower than newer. The newer it gets, the bigger stuff gets. In the old houses even, we'll talk about that maybe, old houses. But in old houses, I find the light switches and doorknobs are like a foot lower sometimes. They are. They absolutely are. And although they're usually really cool doorknobs. I love those old doorknobs. Yeah, for sure. If they work. <laughs> or if you can get them into working order. So that's a good segue. Let's talk. Let's start talking about real estate and where you are and everything. Uh, I will bring up the map here so that everybody knows where North Brantford is. And I will zoom out because could be anybody over the globe watching this. So here we go. Our handy dandy Google Globe. And you can see the pin there. 
of where it is on the eastern northeast of the United States and Connecticut is right above New York right beside and above New York, I guess, uh, and below Massachusetts. And then North Brantford is near New Haven um, and kind of near the coast there. I guess south is where you would get to the water. And it is 48 degrees there, currently a little bit colder than here. We're probably about the same, similar bad. climate probably. We're feeling warm, honestly. Um, today was one of the warmer days. The sun is, I'm looking to the left because I have a window there. So there's, um, it, it is, uh, the sun's supposed to be coming out. We had a little rain last night into the morning, but we're supposed to get up to 62, which is fabulous for us. Um, this time of the year, I, I, then it's supposed to drop, drop again. And I think by Saturday, we're supposed to be cold again, but hey, that's okay. Um, that's, that's the weather we have here. That's how it goes, especially this time of the year. <laughs> you never know. You have to layers. I always say layers is how you dress and, um, it's all, it's all, you know, you, you'll see what happens when you go outside. <laughs> <laughs> and here's, I'll bring up the uh, aerial view and maybe we can see where greenery is. What's the landscape like up there? You're probably similar to here. It's not, you know, south. We're looking at palm trees and, and the grass yeah. sucks yeah, compared to here, frankly, to me. Um, but up there, you're probably similar to here. Lots of grass and rolling hills and that kind of thing. Right. We have rolling hills. We have a lot of farmland. So there's, there is some flat land. We have some mountains that run straight through uh, the town. We have some, uh, a lot of lakes. And um, what you're looking at there, I think, is a big reservoir. Um, the body of water um, is one of the wet reservoirs back here. But um, yeah, and a lot of trees. So I often wonder when sometimes people move here, they'll knock down trees. It's like because they come from cities. I'm like, well, you don't, we, you know, we don't have pavement. There's trees. You gotta, you gotta embrace them. They're here. Um, I love it. I love the trees. I love the fall and just the smell of the air. So, um, you just, you gotta, you gotta embrace it. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I never understand somebody, they get this five acre lock and they just plow it and then have grass that you have, number one, have to mow all the time. Number two, nobody does anything with the yard these days. Nobody's active. They're not having big parties or four-wheeling or they're not doing anything. It's just this big yard for no reason that they have to pay somebody to mow. Or it could be woods or trees and, and yes. climbing things. I never understand that. So I'm with you there. And I love, we're surrounded by woods because we're on a, um, the end of a cul-de-sac. So we have... Um, uh you know the property there's like a reserve back there so nobody could build there but i mean it's and we do get a lot of four-wheeling here and people still get out and go four-wheeling but they go in the in the woods right um well they practice so you see beginners on the street like with their dads and stuff and then they go to as they upgrade and you know, progress they get to go to the they go into the woods but i mean that's what we grew up doing four-wheeling in the woods bonfires in the woods that's what we did we didn't have anything else and i gotta tell you it was a lot of fun <laughs> yeah i feel you it's fun and it, whenever i feel like people from the city visit that kind of stuff they also feel the same way whoa this is awesome yep. totally. yeah and it, like he's it's a pretty small town so you're out there kind of you're the country of new haven would new haven be like the closest big city and people that aren't buying there or want to live yes. in the country they come out to north branford Absolutely. And a lot of people work in North um, in, in New Haven and we're only 15, maybe 20 minutes on a bad day um, into right into New Haven. So um, 
it's an easy it's an easy ride in and uh we have some great restaurants up up in here uh, by us between um north Brantford, Brantford, and guilford but there's also um some great restaurants of course in new haven because it's more of a city so there's other options down there and then the theaters and and whatnot so uh there's plenty to do and even the town itself is always throwing off stuff between now like this time of year easter egg hunts and um, just different things to, uh, you know, uh, for families to participate in. And it's a tight community. And I say this all the time. So anybody who knows me knows I say the same thing. It's, it's our community is such a strong community. I mean, the people just, they're there for you, no matter what they'll be there. And, and no one talks about it. No, it, they're just, it just happens. If, you know, it, it, if someone needs help, it, they're going to be there. And that's just how this. So, so uh, somebody's uh, who owns a store owner, um, their house burnt down, and the whole town pitched in to help out. And it's just, it's a great, great community to live in. And just the people are unbelievable. It really is. I mean, I, I don't even know how to explain it. You'd have to just <laughs> see it. I tell people, and I mean, I remember there was a new business owner, and I had said, you're not going to believe. Like the people here will support you no matter what. You know, just. So trust me, if you're having a bad day or you don't like something, do your best to play nice with your neighbors because they will support you. I swear to God. Right. And so she's like, yeah, OK, whatever. And somebody had walked in and said, oh, excuse me, are you the owner? And I just wanted to say that this was outstanding. And I'm going to tell everybody I know I this is unbelievable. I'm just so happy you're here. And she walked out and the owner of the store was just like, I was like, I swear to God, I did not plant that. I swear to God, I told you that's how they are. And I don't think I, I don't know who she is, but I swear that's exactly how it is here. You know, we have a great community. So good people. Yeah, and that's something you can find in, in smaller towns. You can right. get that in a big city. It's kind of hard to have that kind of community. You have to find a community within a community, maybe the church you go to or a club you're a member of or, or your block or whatever the case may be. I live in Boiling Springs here in Pennsylvania, and it's the same thing. It's this little Appalachian Trail community. Uh, the downtown is actually called a village, um, and they have their own civic organization, and there's only a couple restaurants, and everybody knows the owners of those restaurants. And something just burned down, actually, a historic building, right? <laughs> next to our lake um which will get rebuilt uh, it's an investor and he's making out actually he's getting a brand new eight unit building because it burned down and nobody was hurt i will add that too um so i feel you on this small town i love that um and you touched on the weather a little bit obviously you're a little bit north of here you're getting the four seasons you are getting snow and it is still coldish up there we're in spring are you like us where everybody jumps the gun a little bit right about now it's spring it's going to be warm every day and then historically it's like the last week of march when we get that big two foot snow or something crazy yes, always always happens we're so ready for spring when it like so that first warm day we're all in like you'll see people in shorts like yes it's here <laughs> and and I, and then the, the goosebumps you know <laughs> so we're ready because we're, we get excited about it but um you know it's really just it's really layers and it's not right now this time of the year it's not that bad and even when it does snow it goes away quickly so it's not the end of the world for us. Um, you know, January is the coldest month of the year. That's the that's the one where we get the, the you know, the coldest. And it does happen before and after. Don't get me wrong. But um, 
typically January is the one that we're like, okay, grin and bear it, hold on tight. <laughs> you know, you may not get the garage door open because it might be frozen, but we got new ones, we'll figure it out. <laughs> But it's that weather that then makes you appreciate the warm weather. And there's the beauty. I love winter. I don't, I mean, you've seen my profile pic eating right. ice and whatnot. I don't, I like it. I think it's beautiful. It's, it's a change up when it's super hot out. I can't wait for it to cool down a little bit. And then just when you get sick of the cold, it's going to warm up a little bit and you get the even in between times. And right. I, I love it on clubhouse. Everybody's always, uh, South. Try always uh, up talking Florida and all the Southern and how much the cold sucks. But I always want to chime in and say, I don't, I like it. You, you guys are a bunch of sissies is what I want to say. You should chime in. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the warm weather. Don't get me wrong, but I don't mind what, I, you know, the bitter cold is harder for me. I think when it gets cold, cold, but when it's um, like this, this isn't, I mean, even 48 degrees to me, that's not, that's not cold. It's not, um, I mean, I might put a sweatshirt on if I have to, when I go outside, but um, it's not like I need a winter jacket at, at this. Um, and in the car, I take the I take the jacket off. It's just too hot in the car. So uh, yeah, I could I be I'm fine I'm fine with this. And sun <laughs> to me, it's really sun. Even when the snow is out, like you said, when the sun is out, ah, it's just fabulous. Exactly. Is it? It's. It is more about the sunniness and the blue sky than the actual temperature. A lot of the times. I think so. For me, it is. Yeah. Yeah. For, for the mood, at least. Well, that's right. cool. So I like your weather. I'm with you on all your weather up there. What's the commute like? You said a lot of people work in New Haven. Um, is there a certain? I'll bring up the map again. Is there a certain route or anything that everybody's using if they move there? Is it like Route 22 or 80 that you're always going to be on yes. or something? I'm on Route 80 all the time. 22 uh, kind of crosses through the town. 95 um, is easy access for us. Uh, and so is the um, the Merritt or the Hutch, depending on which state you're in. Um, Oops, I didn't bring it up. Access to get to. We don't have a ton of traffic up here. So this part of, uh, you know, the state is pretty easy getting around. So if I need to go down to the store or the hardware store or the grocery store or anything like that, um, it's, it's easy to get to. It's not, you know, uh, it's not a lot of traffic. You know, my son uh, was so funny when he first came up here, he was like, uh, I said, all right, we're going to go to the grocery store. And he was, and I mean, he got in the car and he's so used to it being like, bam, right there. And he's, he goes, Mom, where is this place? I'm like, come on, seriously, it's not that. You know, seriously, patience. It's not that far away. I mean, seriously, isn't. Um, it's maybe five minutes. So it's not like it's a, but it's funny in perspective where he's used to it, you know, next door. So, um, but yeah. Where is he? Well, now he, now he's actually back in Connecticut, um, but he was in New York. So Oh, so he's going to like a bodega right underneath his apartment or something. Exactly. He's like, what? Oh, my God. And then, Ma, where are we going to eat? I mean, all right, is there, a, you know, where do, who delivers? I'm like, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> the garden delivers. How about that? <laughs> yeah, we go there, hon. That's what we do. You know, um, it's okay because that's how we get to meet the people and get to see, meet the owners. And so I like that way. And there's nothing against at all anything else. It's just that's what I'm accustomed to and that's what I enjoy. So I'm a people person. <laughs> 
And then if you're going far, it looks like like I-95 is below you. So if you were driving somewhere far away, would you you'd head south and then hit up on on 95 to get somewhere far away? Yes, 95 is really maybe 10 minutes from us. It's very very close. Um, easy access through the, and, and honestly, depending on where you are, we're a little bit farther out. Um, most people in North Brantford could get to 95 um, or the Hutch within, uh, you're either closer to one or the other because it's kind of like a T, but um, easy, easy access. I'm on both all the time, all the time. Uh, that's what I like because you could get anywhere uh, very quickly. It's, it's a, a simple, if I want to go, now my, my daughter's in Boston. I could easily hop on 91 and, and, and head up to go see her, or I could, if uh, I want to head down south, I could either take 95 or the Hutch or the Merritt or whatever. Um, it's, it's really easy to get to. So we do have, um, you know, a, 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 an easy way to get to wherever we want to go. Um, so people coming from New York or Philly or any of these places, Boston or any of these big LA notorious for terrible traffic, or they just don't drive cars. If they're coming to where you are, it's going to be a nice drivable place. Places have parking lots because you like to drive there and we need a place to park the cars. You don't have to pay for a meter. There's no meters here. We have a, um, uh, an airport now in New Haven. So you could land right in New Haven and be so it's and then there's another airport in hartford which is maybe an hour away so it's everything's very easily accessible it's just if you are looking to get away from that hustle and bustle and you know you really want to embrace a hometown this is a great spot to be you know we have some beautiful farms you know we do have manufacturing here and, and on that and that as well uh, we have some beautiful boutiques but it's, we have vineyards, we have breweries, you know, um, and yet there's about, I don't know, uh, maybe 18,000 people. So, and I think the square, the square miles is like 26 something. Uh, so it's like, it's a nice, it's a great town to just kind of get away from it all. Like if you're looking for that getaway, uh, this, this is, you're going to be pleasantly surprised and you could talk to anybody, as you can see, we like to talk. So <laughs> we have no problem. Probably, it sounds like a good Airbnb market. I, I live again, a little small town and it's a great Airbnb. People like to get away there and, and just right. relax sometimes. And if you live there, you get to get away every day. Right. And you had a good segue there into the industries and employers in your area. So you mentioned you got some vineyards and breweries and restaurants, which I guess maybe everywhere, every area has, maybe not the vineyards. Um, what were some of the other things that you mentioned? We have manufacturing. So we have a few big manufacturing companies here. So the, a lot of the people, um, you know, locally work there. Uh, farming. Manufacturing of what? There's, so there's Honeywell. You know that so they do the firearms and they do all now it's not just firearms they do a whole lot more um, fire i didn't even know they made fire i thought they were uh thermostats yes they do thermostats yes um they make guns i i don't even know i'd have to look up exactly what they do now but they do i mean a little bit of everything but they have one of their um whatchamacallits uh, their uh, headquarters is here so they they're here it's a, it's a big huge company we have like a, a, a Connecticut Sports Flex, which is one of the big uh, indoor sporting um, uh, you know, venues. Um, let's see, we have besides the vineyards and the, oh, Penn Globe is another manufacturing one. We have uh, Taconic is like a wire 
company here that does that does wiring. So we have a bunch of different, all sorts of things that can be done. And like I said, farming is a big one as well, um, and agriculture and and our schools really um, help kids to uh, get the mindset for all of that. So uh, they really embrace it, uh, and uh, the kids are. I mean, the kids are outstanding, so they're really, really good kids. So. Then what about the medical stuff? Everybody has expanding medical, and we need it everywhere. Is it a hospital? Do they? Is there any employment as far as medical employment goes? Medical, so if we have the next town up has uh, Yale. There's a Yale there right in Guilford, and then in New Haven is Yale New Haven uh, Hospital, which is the where it's all based out of. Um, let's see. There's another branch. Yale, you. the university, is in New Haven. Oh, Correct. I guess I knew that, but yes. never thought. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's kind of a big thing, I guess. Right. Yeah. It's so that's where a lot of um, parents will come to visit, right? Their kids, and that's where they learn about the area, and they end up coming up and staying here. So that's how we get a lot of people here too. Awesome. And then, what is there to do if you got Yale there? Do they have a stadium? Is that where you go see bigger concerts or or things like that? Would it be at yeah, a Yale stadium, or is there something bigger? stadium there um and they re they took it well i say recently recently like 20 years um they took it down but they have um yale had I, I mean excuse me uh new haven has a bunch of things to do so as far as entertainment goes uh there's always live music happening somewhere there's a ton of uh a variety of restaurants and everything under the sun has the best pizza i'm telling you everywhere Anywhere I would challenge anybody, I would have, and I could tell you where to go. There's some, I mean, there's a ton of options and everybody has their own uh, favorite. Um, and I have several because I like them all, I really do. It depends on my mood and where I am at the given point. But, um, but anything, you know, burgers, hot dogs, food trucks, and all sorts of stuff. It's geared towards uh, the college kids and families. So there's a lot to do. And even up here in North Brantford, um, with the we have now our own brewery and it's a farm brewery so they grow their own hops and um you know brew it so it's all all in one uh, uh, farm brewery and then we have um two vineyards they also do the same thing they grow their grapes and they you know have their grapes um and then we have uh we have breweries right outside all all the small towns now have it like there's breweries everywhere um Let's see. And When's that bubble going to burst? Someday. <laughs> it's, I'll tell you what, we don't mind it. So, uh, and we get the pleasure of stopping at all of them and seeing them all. And they all, they're all local people. Some of them are farmers. We know them. They're all, you know, so why not? Actually, all of them are farmers. So they support our town and um, they're there for you. I always say our farmers are people that um, they're there for you and you, you have to talk to them talk to them. They'll, they'll be there. They'll help you. And they, they feed us. They take really good care of us. So, um, but yeah, and we, we have the ice skating rink that's um, the uh, uh, Northford Pavilion. It's a huge pavilion uh, in Northford that, you know, hockey, hockey teams and just free skating. And there's a lot to do. And, and so is hockey big up there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hockey the closer you get to Canada, the colder it gets, I guess, the, the right. more into hockey people get. Hockey is huge here. I mean, so is baseball and football. Don't get me wrong, but um, hockey is a big one. Uh, actually, at the Sportsplex, 
they have an indoor dome where you could play baseball and then they could have um and then they have all the fields and soccer fields and baseball fields and it's huge it's a huge piece of property it's pretty cool to see so that's awesome and then what about like like uh Labor Day fireworks or just 4th of July or arts fests and like the pop-up festival kind of things. You guys have that? Yes. So we have the 4th of July always is huge. Um, we have, uh, let's see, the lighting of the Christmas tree and, and things like that that everyone gets together. There's usually something going on all the time. There's always something to do. And I, it's always funny when I hear somebody say, well, gosh, I have nothing to do. Are you looking where I'm looking? Because there's so... <laughs> The problem is what to choose, you know, where to go, because there's so many options. So it depends on where you are in life um, as to which one you choose to do, pretty much. And then do you drop anything on New Year's? I always like to ask this. In Mechanicsburg, where I went to high school, we drop, they drop a wrench. In Harrisburg, the capital of Pennsylvania, they drop a strawberry. I guess we dr grow a lot of strawberries around here. And then uh, in Dillsburg, they drop a dill pickle. So uh, do you guys drop anything special? We don't drop anything, but I might have to propose it. I love that. So we have a, um, we're known for our sunflowers. And uh, every year uh, our farmers, and now the, the whole town gives out sunflower seeds. So you go to the town hall and get sunflower seeds for free. And, and they encourage everybody to plant them everywhere to kind of, so you can see it everywhere. And then our farmers plant them to rows and rows and rows of it. So as you're driving, people pull over and take pictures and run through it. I mean, if you see any of my social media, you'll see us, my daughter and I like, hey, jumping through and it's just, it's something fun to do. And the, the sunflowers, I mean, they're huge. They grow up past you, right? So they're almost looking down at you. And But they're gorgeous. They're just gorgeous. So um, maybe we drop sunflowers. <laughs> yeah, I think you should initiate that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you probably have to get a big fake one because it's cold and a, a dry, fake. just a big giant fake one. Otherwise, I'd have to do something with, um, you know, uh, um, if we drop a hay barrel, a barrel of hay or something. Um, I don't know what else it could be. <laughs> yeah. A pile of corn, corn and soy is what we got. If I just a pile of corn and soybeans. <laughs> oh, the corn here is so good. Oh my God, in August when it's time. Oh my God, it's so yummy. Well, that's good. Cause most of the corn we grow is for cows so or maybe they grind it up for something most of the corn we end up getting probably comes from jersey or something i, I would guess jersey guess sweet corn we got some good corn yeah so what about vacationing if you're driving to a vacation you mentioned there's an airport that you can get out of dodge if you want to go somewhere far but if you're driving to a vacation what would the go-to driving destination be uh for me personally or uh... sure i mean up here like the jersey shore uh, is where everybody that probably be the number one place where I would people go other places, but everybody's been to the Jersey Shore and that if there is a go to place, a lot of times that's it. Gotcha. So here we have um, the uh, Hammonasset State Park, which is in Clinton. And it is so which is two towns up maybe 30 minutes away. Um, and it's a mile long beach and it's, you could go camping there and you could sun, you know, and on the sand, it's just the, it's gorgeous. So that would be one spot, um, anywhere on the shoreline. I mean, we have so many places that the Thimble Islands, oh my God, I almost don't even want to tell people about it. So gorgeous. It's like a hidden secret. I swear to you, it's like a hidden secret 
that so many people don't know about um, unless you're uh, a boater and happen to be going through it or navigating by it. Um, it is, but it's uh, unbelievable. That's in Brantford. Um, and uh, those would be the two biggest, uh, I think, that I would highly recommend people to do. And there's so many places you could come down and stay. There's the marinas that are outstanding. Um, that, you know, uh, uh, quite a few options actually for the marinas to stay. There's one in Brantford, there's, uh, there's a couple in Brantford, there's a couple in uh, Guilford and uh, Clinton, so in Madison. So there's a lot to, to choose from, so. I and I'm guessing also there's lots of hunting, fishing, hiking, ATVing, oh snowmobiling, all that kind of outdoor stuff that we do here as well. We have a bunch of hiking trails here, right here in North Brantford, um, that are constantly maintained. And a lot of people volunteer to do it. So sometimes it's the uh, Boy Scouts and sometimes it's families and sometimes it's different uh, part, you know, parts of the community. Uh, and, and sometimes it's even our manufacturing guys that come in and I mean, there's like so many people that pitch in to, to maintain. Um, we have, uh, you know, a four wheeling is huge here as well. Um, there's, you know, a lot of outdoor things to do, especially when the season is, you know, spring, fall, summer, that kind of thing. Uh, people are outside a lot <laughs> for sure. I'm with you. I would never personally move anywhere. When we went to Sarasota for the clubhouse meetup, it's great and everything, but I just want somewhere to walk outside with some shade, with some foliage around me, and it just doesn't exist. They're just, and everything's flat, and there's those hills, and they're, I just, I don't, I don't like it. It's kind of like that out west, too. Like, I've heard people that go to Colorado, maybe you can speak to that. You've been in Boulder, where it's, it's bigger mountain, it's big stuff, but sometimes it's, like when I was on the Pacific Crest Trail, is that what it's called? In California? Right, okay. It was cool, and I was down towards Mexico. It was cool, but I didn't like it because it's all these low-lying things, and you can see 20 miles in the distance where you're going, but it's th three days away from you. So right. it was just kind of boring and not, not as lush, and I don't know. It is crazy to see. I know we were just in Texas, and I was like, oh, my God, I don't even know how far I'm looking right now. Like, how far is that? <laughs> It's so crazy. So, and I'm not used to it, right? Because we can't do that here. Here it's, um, there's trees. So the, it, you're, you're going to see those trees. You're going to, so it is easy to get the shade uh, at any point. And there's something about the smell of the leaves on the ground. I just love, I don't know what it is, but I love that. Um, and yeah, it's a, there's a, there's definitely a lot of trees and some hills. And then the lakes and the water, the, because the ocean is so close, we get that cool breeze. So it's always like this little bit of, it's this little cool, you know, it's so nice in the summertime. Oh my God, it just, it's a nice little breeze. In the wintertime, it could get a little chilly, but all, we also don't get as much snow because of it, which is kind of nice, unless it comes, of course, offshore, you know? Sure, yeah, yeah. And so does stuff cost more when you get closer to lakes or bodies of water or rivers or typically, where does stuff yes. cost more? Yeah, typically, yes. It's typically by the ocean, right, um, is where, you know, where people want to be, right? The more desirable places and the more de desirable locations. Is so that'd be south of you, kind of Brantford and along the that southern yeah, a little coastline? Yeah, of us. So it's like, um, which is only about again, maybe 10 minutes away. It's right, right next to us. So, um, it is, 
uh, that's where the prices go up a little bit. So in North Brantford alone, you could probably get a, a single family home from 260, it's gone up a little bit, maybe 280 and higher. Um, some of the new builds are more along the lines of five, six, seven, somewhere in there. Um, and and with that 260, 280, is that like a tip, like a, a detached home, three bedroom, a one yeah, or two car garage? Yeah, might have, it might have an, a, a garage. Um, it might be, it, it might need a little bit of work, right? Maybe not quite updated. Um, if you wanted something updated, uh, same size, that kind of thing, it might go into the um, threes. Uh, at that point, three, 325, 350, that, you know, the prices seem to be making a little bit of a change right now. I don't know if you know it's the same right by you, but um, it seems to be making a little and bit. And when you mean, when you say change, you mean a skyrocketing up yeah. towards the moon. Yeah. Well, a little bit crazier. So uh, this is what I've been trying to warn some of my buyers about that. They said, well, if you wait until the summertime, there'll be more uh, 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 property. I'm like, well, there might be, but there's also more buyers, which is going to rise the price up and make the, the price escalate. So right now, even though there's still competition, there's not as much as there's going to be when all the kids are out of school and now everybody can move, right? And people want It's not going to change anytime soon. Anybody that's waiting for it, the only thing that's going to change is the price and it's going to go up because the $100,000 house is going for one twenty-five dollars because they're going to pay over appraisal price. And then uh, the next one that goes on the market after that one will be priced at one twenty-five because that's what the last one sold for. And then those people are going to pay one fifty. dollars So now in the course of like six months, you've gone from $100,000 to one fifty dollars for this one house. And that's happening with everything. So waiting and waiting for some crash is doing you no. Know. So just overpay now it's not overpaying it's what the market will bear so you overpay now and you're still going to be in a good position i i tell everybody every second you wait to not buy and i don't care what you buy or inspections or no buy real estate because it's only right. going up it's um and it's not changing anytime soon it's a great investment it's a great investment so it's not going down so what about the luxury market? People can get in at that like 260, 280 for a single family, maybe need some updates or something. Um, do you have a luxury market? What would you, what would that price point be like? And what would that be? So I would say for North Brantford, the luxury market would be uh, some of our new builds, which is a, a you know, five, six, seven uh, mark. Uh, and uh, a little bit, e uh, not as much competition for it. So uh, the, you know, the, 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 Closing day would be a little, you know, a little bit smoother. There were not going to be a lot of uh, uh, bidding on that one as much anyway. Um, by the water, you know, it depends. Uh, you know, we do have our, you know, uh, 1.2, 1.4, 2. Point, you know, whatever. They're still they're out there and they're there. Again, it's not as many people they're coming uh, that are competing because a lot of the people that are here are used to those uh, mid ones, low twos. Uh, uh, pricing, right? And so they're now have expended their time and looking for something else, thinking that they're still going to find that and are kind of getting priced out saying, wait a second, they're not, it's not there. And now, like I said that, so about uh, 260 was good uh, in December. So we've already passed that now we're at like maybe 280, 300. So it's, and I feel bad, but that's just, how it's going and that's what i'm trying to tell people it's like like we were just saying it's not going to change don't wait it's going up 
and um, and it's it's great for our economy uh, and everything. But it's I feel bad for the people that have been here because they're not. We're, no one's used to that, right? They're not. It's the, the people adjusting to that new norm. Uh, and Connecticut was one of the last states to catch up um, since before the, uh, the crash. So all the states kind of progressively did it. We just hit it. So this past uh, you know year or two years, it all of a sudden went bam. And here we are. So everyone's like, well, wait a minute. That's why I think people, so many people here think there's going to be a crash. Like, no, we actually just caught up to the rest of the country. We're finally where we need to be. These are, these are, this is how the prices are going to be. Now we just have to, again, somehow readjust and get accustomed to it. Um, sure. And then is it, uh, is stuff more desirable outside of the village? Is there a downtown? Is there like a, like the town I was talking about, Boiling Springs here, there's this village and it's kind of small. There's a little lake. There's, you know, 20, 30 streets or so. And these 1900, maybe even 1800s to like 1920 built houses. And then there are kind of mid-century suburbs popping up and then some new construction even further out. Is it kind of the same deal there? No, not as much. We don't really have a center. Um, we have a lot of uh, those old homes kind of scattered throughout. Um, like farmhouses, like farm that used to have a farm, but now it's just kind of the house with a small parcel left. Exactly. Because the house was built from farmers, there really are just a bunch of uh, old farm homes all over, just scattered throughout. So the house is uh, uh, now kind of just built out around that, right? So that's pretty much where it is, like little neighborhoods here and there um, around. Do you have HOAs at all? No, 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 no gated communities, nothing like that. I mean, I think, that, well, not I think, there are a few uh, uh, condos that have a gated community, and that, but um, mainly it's not, it's just little tiny neighborhoods that got popped up here and there that kind of just expanded um, over time and became a neighborhood. So it started out with one or two homes and then little by little, they started kind of building homes around it and filling in type of thing that, that created a neighborhood type feel. Gotcha. And then my last question about the inventory, not so much about pricing, I guess, but about uh, the types of houses. Um, well and septic, you're kind of out there in the country. I'm guessing some stuff has public sewer and public water and some stuff is on well and septic. How's that work out there? A lot of us do here. Um, but there are some that are on public water. Um, you know, for us, we're used to it. I, I, I grew up with it. We always had it, you know, it's one, just one of those things. So to me, it, it's never, you maintain it, you know, um, we get it pumped out, we pay attention to it and, and that's what we do. But, um, there's others that, uh, some people do are on the, the public line. You know, we don't even have gas out by us. We have to have, I have a, a gas stove, well, it's a propane. So I have a propane tank out because I want a gas stove, but um, not everybody, uh, you know, not everybody does. And but but there are towns, I mean, there are homes that are a little bit closer uh, to like the the mainland there that if you would call it that they have um, like gas lines and they they, you know, they can have gas. So. And you have cell service most of these places, I'm guessing. I'm sure there are some that don't, but mostly. And then also like high-speed internet. Because I know here sometimes, I actually had one under contract not too long ago that it was this awesome How I mean, we were 
baffled as to why this thing didn't sell and why it was still sitting here and why it was so cheap. We got it under contract and got into it and realized there's no cell service, which we we already kind of figured that out. We're like, all right, as long as you got Wi-Fi, once you get to your house, that's fine. And then they went to set up their utilities and no Verizon, no Comcast, no nothing. You had to get satellite, which is not you can't stream on a satellite dish or anything. So um, how does that, you have high speed most places? We do, we do. I mean, it's it's give or take and there's days when it's gloomy and you know, that it doesn't always come in. I, I walk outside often um, and try to, you know, hello, yeah, trying to get something um, and doesn't always, it doesn't always work. But for the most part, I would say that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still able to run my business out of it just fine. Let's put it that way. Like it's not that much of an interruption. Um, it's it's a handful of times that it does happen. So it's not it's not the norm, you know. Um, yeah, these days it's getting hard to find any place that doesn't have cell service unless right. you're in a cinder block lead lined right. shelter. Which sometimes right. I kind of wish I was. <laughs> Turn yeah. this thing off. And there are places. Even here, I'll walk into some of the buildings. You know, um, our, our businesses, and I walk in, and I'm like. Oh my god, totally dead. They're like, oh yeah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> locked in here, you know. Like, right. <laughs> so, Great. Maybe I'll hang out here more. <laughs> exactly. Uh, can I put my desk here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. And that will end it off with something that has nothing to do with real estate or where you live or anything, but does have to do with you. If you could do any other profession, uh, what would you do? What would you be? Would it would it be a chef again? Uh, something culinary related or not? Goodness, let's see. What would I be? I think if I, no, I don't know that I'd go back. Um, I did it most of my life, uh, and so I feel like I really uh, did everything I could with it, and I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, but with, we became a love hate relationship with it. It was one of those things like I couldn't get away from. Um, but I think that if I were to do something now, God, I'd be on a boat, like captain of a boat or something. So I could be on, on the water all the time. I think that's what I would do. I'd you need to hook up with uh, Michelle Belisari when you go down to Florida. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. I would be uh, on the water, kind of just uh, enjoying, uh, you know, enjoying life and trying to not that it's an easy job by any means, but um, I would take an easy, easier route, maybe. I mean, I love this, and because I and I don't see the, anything easier in the future for me because I, I get bored too quickly. So um, as much as I think, uh, oh yeah, I want to do this, and it sounds great, and even vacation, it, it takes me days to relax, even on vacation. You know, it's like three, four days in, I'm like, oh okay, now I'm, <laughs> I'm over. And then you get over it real fast. So, all right, it's a time to go back to work. It's time to go. We got to do this. I got calls to make. I got yeah. And you start thinking about all the stuff. So yeah. So. So would you uh, would you want to learn to sail, or would you just rather have a, a a motor? Motor, motor for me. When I was a kid, I um, my parents had a boat, and um, it was a um, it was a a, a powerboat, and I think uh, you know later on in years, I I had one as well when my kids were little. And I just, I really enjoy it. So I, I miss that. Um, I miss being out on the water. I miss, I miss the whole, it was a, it was a community within itself. Right. Um, so I really, 
I would love to get back back to that. I keep I talk about it all the time. It's just we're working so much. If we bought one, we wouldn't be able to be on it. You know what I mean? I was yeah. gonna say it sounds like you're talking yourself into buying a boat. I think you should go buy a boat and commit to going on said boat at least one time a week or something. Yeah, we go we we'll go to the boat shows and when we're there, I'm always just like, Oh my god. Yes. And, and then I get my husband on board. But then as soon as we leave, something happens. And it's just because we don't have the time. You know, when you're working seven days a week, when are you going to when you when are you going to do it? Right. So it's just one of those things. So one of these days. I feel you. And you have to drive somewhere. It's not the easiest thing to do. You got to put the thing on the car, hook it up. You got to drive to the place and put it in the water. And it's a lot of a lot of work unless you live right on the water, I guess. Right. Right. And we would keep it there. I mean, that's what we did as kids. We kept the boat you know, at the marina and we pretty much lived on the boat. Well, we did. We lived on the boat in the summertime and then we'd come home during the school year. But um, and even then in the wintertime, I remember going down to it with my dad and sleeping on it in the wintertime and everything. And so it was just it was just part of our life, you know, um, but but still. It's not like it's a quick, um, you know, a quick, oh, hey, let's go for a quick ride. It, it just won't happen. So one of these right. days, one of these <laughs> going to happen. I'm going to check in. Next time I talk to you, I'm going to ask you if you're looking for a boat. Yeah. Uh, so let's tell everybody where they can find you. Say your phone number, your email address, and your website aloud. So if anybody's listening, they can jot it down. Excellent. So it's Kim Dawson. I call myself Coastal Kim. And my phone number is area code 914-224-5060. I know it's a New York number. It's leftover from when I lived in New York, but I am in Connecticut now. And my email address is Kim, K-I-M underscore Dawson, D-A-W-S-O-N, at Calcani, C-A-L-C-A-G-N-I dot com. And email address is calcani.com. So it's C-A-L-C-A-G-N-I.com slash slash agent slash Kim Dawson. That's it. You can find me anytime. Another thing I'm going to hold you to is you're going to go to GoDaddy after we hang up and buy KimDawson.com and you're going to forward that to this place. So every time you tell somebody where to find you, you can just say KimDawson.com or TheKimDawson.com since that seems to be a common name. Yes. yes. <laughs> and if you need help, I'll help you with that. So you guys can reach out to her definitely if you're moving to uh, North Bradford or New Haven or anywhere around there or anywhere in Connecticut for that matter. She can hook you up with an agent near where you're going or if you're just visiting or want to hunt or fish or hike or anything in her area. Sounds like a nice place. You can hit her up as a tour guide <laughs> and contact me if you need to buy or sell a home here in central Pennsylvania or anywhere around the world. Like I always say, we have this vast network of uh, real estate agents and lenders and insurance people and all these people all around the globe ready to help you. So just reach out to me and I can hook you up with somebody good. You can call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. I want to hear from you and help you do whatever you need to do. Thanks for watching and listening. Thank you for being here, Kim. And uh, say goodbye to everybody. Yes, thank you. Bye. Hope to hear from you soon. <laughs> See you, everybody.